All right, guys, welcome to yet another episode of the First X Minutes podcast. And um, uh, my name is Papi the Great, Twitter and Instagram at Papi underscore the Great. And um, I think it's one of the best moments to be alive as a football fan because there's just so many things going on. Um, the Gold Cup, the Copa America, the African Cup of Nations, uh, the FIFA Women's World Cup transfer window is somewhere lurking behind the corner and there's just plenty plenty to talk about and usually if you find a football show that has a single anchor in a time like this there's something is wrong because there's just so much to talk about you need two three four you need a full house and i have a one-man mopo with me this is first okay this is the second time i'm actually hosting my podcast joint host he's a lot of trouble he's cool but also trouble I mean, when I say trouble, just check out I am cool color on Twitter. Uh, that's I A M K O L K O L A. He's an Arsenal fan, but he's a lot of trouble. Say hello. Just say hello. Oh, hello. Oh, good. So <laughs> you have plenty of time to talk. During. So there's a lot to talk about, and we have to talk about all of that in what? In the next nine minutes. So we have to start with the Cup America. Starts this weekend. And two questions. I've already asked you off air, but of course, I'm going to ask you again. Um, Brazil are the host nation. Yes. The last uh, football tournament that it was played on um, uh, home soil for Brazil was the Olympics. Yeah. And of course, Neymar and Gabriel Jesus, of course, they won yeah. and all of that. Now, Neymar is injured. Does Neymar's injury make Brazil less of a favorite than it used to be? Or do you think there's just so much options out there that Brazil can just go out there and stroll to the Copa America final? And I, the think, Cup? I think it's kind of um, a technical situation for Brazil. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Looking at it, um, looking at it from a broad view, you you think um, about Brazil. They have a lot of options. They have um, the likes of Neres. They they even uh, opted to drop um, Vinicius Junior of Real Madrid. Oh, that's how deep this squad is. They called up um, William of Chelsea. They have a, a Richarlison somewhere. Gabriel Femio somewhere. Femio somewhere. Mm. They even still have an option of Douglas Costa. Mm. You know, hiding somewhere. Mm. They have so many options. But then. If um, you've been a fan of um, Brazilian football for a while and you've been following them, you know, their national team, you you, you notice um, everything has been built around the brilliance of Neymar. Even Poster his, boy. Yeah, despite having the likes of Coutinho in your team, you know, that could do the magic. And, oh, Coutinho um, is still in that squad. He's still in that squad, you know. Wow. It, squad depth. Due to, due to Neymar's presence, he's often shifted to a three-man mm. alongside um, Casemiro and Paulinho. Paulinho. Mm. You know, this time, I don't know if Paulinho, Paulinho is, is going, going to, to be starting. Fernandinho is going yes. to be mm. You know, so they have so many options. But then, due to the fact that they, they built their gameplay around Neymar, so it's obviously going to, you know, be, be a setback. Be a setback for them. And, uh, but, but I think they still have um, the quality around. And it might just be a blessing in disguise for them. You mm. know, mm. they might just eat that redeem and play more as a team Better. due to the fact that Neymar's uh, Neymar, Neymar can be Neymar's absence, ball you know? hugging sometimes yeah, exactly I was about getting there you know <laughs> everything to Neymar showboating you know <laughs> diving like about 100 times per game and all so I think all those things you know as we, we are looking at it from the angle of being um, a setback for them it might just be another blessing a positive for them. Mm. for them and <laughs> obviously the Copa America is all about Brazil mm. and Argentina, Argentina you know, mm. around these two guys Neymar would have been the other poster boy but obviously now we have one man, you know, hmm. dictating everything. Lionel Messi. When you go on social media, you see people, you know, bringing That's my good. It's not my good. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a conspiracy theory of um, the fact that um, Copa America is being hosted 
so much because of Messi. They so want like to desperately have international. <laughs> oh, this is the first time I'm hearing that. Yeah, really. Just go on social media, Twitter, and you see a lot of um, people with that kind of opinion. He uses Twitter more than I do, so maybe mm. that's why. Yeah. <laughs> so you, it's all about Messi right now. Mm. You know, Aguero even said something that he really wants to win the competition for Messi than mm. for himself. You know, they are close buddies. Yeah. yeah. So he goes to say a lot about, about how the pressure has got into Lionel Messi. It's affecting it, the teammates already. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Argentina really want to get it right this time. Mm. Now, so, they, they, I have to ask, is this the last shot for Messi to... You were mentioning something about another Copa America after yeah, this 2020. one. 2020. Now, uh, is this the last two chances for Messi to win something? Uh, would you think he will last long before Will he be able to participate with Argentina in Qatar 22? Or is 2019-2020 the last chance for Messi to actually win a trophy with Argentina? I think Messi is 31 yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Does it look like he can go two, three more years? Qatar or? 2022 is three years. He will be 34 by mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. And looking at Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, these, these are guys that could possibly play till they are 37. Yeah, 37 now that mm-hmm. Imagine Cristiano Ronaldo, 34, 34. playing like a 27-year-old. Mm-hmm. You know, his physique. His body condition and everything. One thing about Messi and Ronaldo is they push they push each other. Mm. You know? So I think seeing Ronaldo there will push Messi. And I don't think Ronaldo is going to be slowing down anytime soon. I don't Despite doesn't look like it. He might probably play till he's 40. So once you have a Ronaldo, I think it will it will continually push Messi, Messi to do better. So but when we want to talk about playing at that optimal level, it might be this, this might be the last chance, you know, mm. this Copa America, next year's Copa America might be the last time. might have dropped levels come 2022, but I'm still of the opinion that it might feature, but not at this level. But it needs to get it right this year, next year. If it doesn't get it right, even Long if it shot. gets it right, Football, football Twitter and football fans will still come up with the fact that they created everything, you know, just to conspira- make... Conspiracy theory will, just will, will, will appear that trophy. Mm-hmm. But just like you said, I think this year, next year, he has to get it right. I have to look at it from the psychological point of view. Mm. The other time at the World Cup, after losing out on the final, he retired. Yeah, then came back again. Yes. Mm. So, mm. Maybe. We, we saw the clips against Chile where he was crying, was crying. after the penalty shootout and all. So, it, it goes to show how much Messi really needs this trophy. This trophy, at least. That thing to be on his name and say, okay, exactly. he won something with Argentina. No, okay. Record goal scorer for Argentina. He needs to just add a trophy to it. Ah, okay. Alright, so sticking with the national teams, of course, you understand that the FIFA, FIFA Women's World Cup is ongoing in uh, France. Um, the French squad and the, I think the Americans are favorites, I think, for the, uh, um, for the most of the tournament so far. But we have to concentrate on the Africans. Nigeria's win over um, Korea. 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 And we have to ignore um, USA spelling Thailand women. <laughs> <laughs> Thailand. That's true. Thailand women. Yeah. 8 plus 5. That's are they favorites to U- win? USA. Definitely, they are always favourites to win. No, are they outright favourites or are they competing with France? I think, After seeing how France performed think, against Norway. Um, the good thing about female football is, over the last few years, the golf in class has closed. You know, it wasn't like those years where we knew, okay, Germany, uh, USA with Mayam was going to dominate. Yeah. Germany with Prince was going to dominate. There's a USA with Morgan. There's a France there with Drenard and Soma. Yeah. There's a Brazil there with Mata. With Mata. You know, and the oldest player I heard there's a 41 year old player in, in Brazil. Brazil. You know? Yeah. Mm. There are options everywhere. So I think they are not try favorites. Mm. They just want to favorite. And let's not forget China. Let's not forget Germany. Japan. Germany. Mm. These are teams that could 
Japan, that's true, yeah. that's true. I heard you said something about Japan developing. As, as our first half today, they already two goals up against Scotland. Well, that's positive. But I think um, for for um, for the female World Cup, I think it's actually crazy because to an extent, um, we need to consider the fact that um, it's been an amazing tournament. And just like Kola said, there's been a the the, the golf in class has closed because if you want to, if you if you if you look at it from this angle, you understand that the goal margins have reduced. It's just that we need our African representatives to step up to the plate. Good one for Nigeria because they are winning over Norway. Um, sorry, over Korea. Yeah, yeah. gives them hope and the question is France Nigeria which is the deciding game do you see Nigeria being able to pick up at least a draw or do you think Nigeria has to qualify via the best losers category to be to be candid and realistic yeah, of I course think, I think um, we have to hope for the best, okay. but expect the worst. You mean hope for the best, like do not allow Reynard anywhere inside our 18-yard area. Why do not let them cross in. <laughs> when you look at the technicalities of these two teams, you know that France are way ahead of um, the Super Miles Falcons. Ahead. Miles ahead. Even against South Korea, you know, when you look at the pass, pass accuracy and the passes, South Korea had over 100 passes more than Nigeria, mm. and their pass accuracy was about 20% more than the Nigerian team. I think the yes was 80% and yes, Nigeria was around 60%. Yeah. You know, but then Nigeria made use of um the counter very well through as it's a space. Yeah. And the problem for South Korea was Nigeria had the height advantage. So they, they couldn't get into the box and the Nigeria defense they were so good that they you know kudos to them, shout out to them. But then no one goes this time around. Yeah, but then France, on the other hand, they have the height, they have the pace. They have, they have the it technicality. Mm. They have, you know, these are teams that can string twenty passes. You know, the Nigeria side struggled. To, and they have to string, strength. They have strength. Mm. The Nigeria side struggled to string five passes together Without before the first the goal. Even after the first goal, yeah, they improved a bit, but they they still can't, you know, string ten passes together. You know, without. <laughs> giving the ball to the opponent. So yeah. I think these little things, you know, might just make the difference between both teams. Okay, when you have color, you know you are sure for one thing, you are going to overshoot your time. <laughs> but supposed to, this is supposed to be the first X minute, that's the first 10 minutes, but of course, because it's color, we have color in the building, so we have space for some extra time. So um, we have to switch quickly to um, the African Cup of Nations. Starts next week, but of course, I need color to tell me the top three. The top three favorites to win. Ooh. If we have, if we have to go into the details, trust me, we might spend an hour here because there's a lot to talk about. Nabiketa with Guinea, Nigeria yeah. squad, Egypt as a host nation, Morocco. Morocco the, the, I mean, the the North African sides seem favorites to an extent. Yes. Of course, we have Cameroon defending champions. Yeah. They dropped a couple of major names. So, who are the top three? The Senegal. How can you? No, if you see, we're going to go on and on. Maybe we have a special African pot. I mean, you guys should watch out. We're good to have it. Maybe 20 minutes, no BS, strictly African Cup of Nation podcast. Maybe that'll be the next episode. But for now, top three that you think will go the farthest. I think um, in Egypt. Egypt. They are the host. We know the way they use their own and they really don't need big name stars. You know, oh, so most <laughs> of them are homegrown, exactly. And Adali they have and all a that. salad that is on fire. Mm. Then, for me, I think Morocco. 
I watch them at the World Cup and I feel like if at the World Cup, if they played the way they played at the World Cup, I mean Cup, they missed out they by just in a group that Spain and Portugal, mm. you know, they still pulled their own. They pulled mm. their own and played some exciting football with their coach, um, Renard. Renard, Renard, yeah, Renard. They won their Nations Cup with um, Cote d'Ivoire. Cote d'Ivoire won and, it with um, Zambia. Yeah, a really pretty experienced, experienced, experienced manager. And I, I think Nigeria. What? Nigeria, yes. What? Nigeria, you know, I, I think I've not I've not been excited for a Nigerian team as much as I'm you excited for this. Why? Yes, when you look at the options Nigeria has, you know, going for, forward, there's a Chukwese somewhere, there's an oh, Oyekuru somewhere. Whoa! You mentioned Oyekuru, yes. and the next thing I remember is that entrance in Galatasaray. You know, <laughs> there's somewhere with 22 goals. There's Osimhen somewhere with 20 goals. Hmm. There's I going with you. Why you look at pace, power? Oh, hmm. If you, if you look, I think they've scored about 87 goals Combined. between them. You know, hmm. this last season, there's Musa, there's a, there's a Samuel Kalu somewhere, hmm. there's an Alex Iwobi somewhere, there's an Etebo that won the player of the year. So, so there's hmm. a Mikel Obi that that those teams that will slow down anytime soon. There's an Indidi that is still last season, and there's there's a Leon Balogo and um and. Stekong, you know, that seem to have that understanding between them, you know. So I, I'm excited for this team. Apart from the fact that, uh, apart from the fact that, okay, probably the goalkeeping position, and I'm not so convinced about the left uh, back position. Okay. I think every other position, you know, we have pretty good options. There's online on online So I, I'm pretty excited about this Nigerian okay, team. Okay, I'm going to. They're one of my favorites. I'm going to forgive you for leaving Senegal out of your list, but I'm not <laughs> going. I'm not going to let us dwell on that because we have to touch on the craze that is going on in the transfer market Hazard is now a Real Madrid player and what yeah. that means is that we're going to have a lot of Chelsea fans converting from I've seen quiet I've seen quiet <laughs> the conversion the conversion is going to be massive just happened with Cristiano Ronaldo in 2009 they're going to be following the fanboys but who is mad who is crazy is it the football fans who think 80 million is too much for Maguire or the people who are putting this price tag on this defender who has not even featured for that long? I think at the end of the day, um, just like I posted on my social media account, Twitter, I am Coca-Cola, yeah. you know, um, a, a player's worth is, is determined by the selling club. You can't dictate mm. to them, you know. At the end of the day, it's business. It's business. So if you feel like, okay, this player is worth this investment, let me get this player. If you feel like this player is not worth this investment, just go for other options, you know, that makes more economical sense. But Maguire, if you ask me, Maguire for 18 million, I really don't understand. Okay, if you if you were the technical director at the club, you would definitely not go for that, right? No. Speaking of another defender, um, which seems to be the hottest defender right now, delete or should I say a delight to most clubs as we speak yeah. right now in Europe? Where would you prefer he goes to? We spoke we spoke about this before we started the podcast, and we mentioned Barcelona, PSG, Manchester and somebody City. threw in Manchester City. I'm like, hold up, wait a minute. Do you think he can really get yes that experience he needs on that pedestal? Yeah? I think the best option for for me, if I was to type of the life right now, I think you should go to Man City because there's a recent company somewhere that just you know, moved the way to mm-hmm. Anderlecht to mm-hmm. become a player manager. There's a whole to feel with Otamendi and Messi, two pretty inconsistent guys. Obvious, obviously, Pep doesn't trust these guys. So there's a, there's a spot open for him. But uh, going going from the rumors, uh, I think um, it is he's edging closer to PSG, PSG, you know. Good or bad? Oof. I really can't say. Is he a step up? Yeah. PSG step yeah, up from yes. Ajax. I think they are trying to build a project, even though I'm not really convinced by the project. So, but it might just work out for them. You know, I think they've just um, they, they are sporting director Enrique. Mm. They just moved away. You know, they are trying to. But 
with the contract talk around Mbappe's new contract, wanting the demands he's making, wanting to to play at the number nine role, wanting to take the penalties whenever he's on the field, and there's still a Neymar there that has been paid in order not to criticize the manager mm, mm. and in order to greet the fans when you look at this. So I think the the, the balance there is not really good, you know, for a club that really wants to challenge for the Champions League. But oh. then for the left as a player, he might just have to go there, you know, because there is this media around Premier League thing Premier that might just come as an extra pressure for him as a young player. So PSG might just be the right place for him. Squad so, um, fixtures. Uh, one final thing: fixtures were announced for the Premier League, and of course, and uh, the first match day is going to see, uh, of course, United take on Chelsea. Chelsea. Now I'm not going to talk about that game. I'm just going to say which of the three just promoted sides do you think will has what it take to stay up? We have Norwich, we have Sheffield, and we have Aston Villa. Aston Villa. I think Norwich and Aston Villa, they have what it takes to, to stay up. Why? Are you saying Aston Villa because John Terry is somewhere? If they don't let go of the players, they have like Tammy Abraham and the likes, you know, okay. these players that, that came on loan from big clubs. Okay. If they don't let go of those kind of players, I think they, they might just do something. And Norwich for their brand of football. Simple yes or no, should Frank Lampard become the next Chelsea manager? Oof. With Simple yes or okay. no? <laughs> no. Why? <laughs> I don't think he's ready for that kind of job. Nobody's ever ready. Yeah, but uh, helped Derby to the championship playoffs. This is the championship, and this is Chelsea. You know when it's tougher than the other. Right? Yeah, this is <laughs> one comes with more pressure than the other, and this is a Chelsea that just lost Eddie Hazard, and this is this has been their best player for like seven years. If they have Man- a transfer ban, if Manchester United can trust Ole at the wheel, and we what saw how Children. Okay. <laughs> it's been the first X minute. Okay, who are you tipping to play the two finalists to play in the FIFA Women's World Cup final? Oof. France USA. Yeah. Brazil. Oh, I think France USA. Australia defeated Brazil. That came as a shock. So yeah. What did you today? Yesterday. Why did they play? Three, two, goals three to two. two. You know they came back from two goals down. And have we, have we talked about the own goals, the spectacular own goals that have been scored at the women's top of the charts? Renard of France. Renard man. Van Dijk of Every football. striker will be <laughs> will be envious of that. There's all Kimbepe look alike in the French defense. I don't know. Maybe Renard, Renard for um, female footballer of the year. I've heard, who should be the? Everybody's talking about the next male footballer of the year. Who should it be? I think Lionel Messi. What? Yeah. Individual performance is not meant to be determined by team trophies, in my opinion. Virgil Van Dijk can speak from the point a close, of a close. If Van Dijk gets it, I understand. You get, mm-hmm. but then. I think Messi deserves it. Going by individual performances, man, this man, you know, literally carried Barcelona throughout last season in the league. There, six goals, thirteen assists. You know, apart from the numbers, when you look at what he does at Barcelona, he literally everything. You know, he has led them to eight leagues in eleven seasons. So indirectly, you are saying Virgil Van Dijk does not deserve it because he is still a one-season wonder. No. Okay, but I just feel it like just Messi, falls short. Messi had a better individual performance last season than Virgil Van Dijk. had help from Salah and Co, right? No, I think Van Dijk did pretty well. Came to the team, lifted every everyone around him. That's the mark of a great player. Mm. But then, Lionel Messi just edges it for me. Don't ask me why. No Ronaldo? No, not in the top three for me. Oh, okay. So who makes, who makes up the top three? Messi, Van Dijk and... There's a Salah somewhere. What? Okay. There's a Salah Bernardo somewhere. Where does Bernardo Silva rank in all this? Between top, between, five, between, between four and five for me, I think 
um, Ronaldo should come after Messi, Van Dijk, Salah, Mane, Bernardo Silva. Probably sixth. That sounds like sacrilege, but then again, uh, this is the first X Minutes podcast. We just used to it. We just used to it. Means colors in the video, of course. And then this is a promise. We will be doing an Africa um, African Cup of Nations special um, next week. That will be the next episode. Of course, you can follow Color. You'll find him somewhere on Twitter, either replying to Cerebron or talking about Arsenal or basically just talking about one thing or the other football. I am Cool Color. That's I A M. K O L K O L A. The K, the K, the cool is K. Yeah, yeah. the K has a cool. I, I am Kukola on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> I am K O L K O L A. Let's pop it the great at P at P A P I underscore the great. Okay, so that's been uh, episode thirteen or should I say fourteen of the first X minute podcast. Um, you can shoot us a message. You have um, a contrary opinion. Do you think? Um, Kola called it wrong when he said that um, Nigeria would be one of the favorites at the African Cup of Nations. Do you think Ronaldo should be in the top three? You can send us a comment, of course, on our Twitter and Instagram pages. We'd love to talk football with you. Whatever you're doing this weekend, I really hope it's profitable for you. Bye for now.